Hello, Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> this is proper. Hello. All oh, right, this is a proper hello now. Yes. Rather than you just going hello, hello, no. hello, hello. I feel like we haven't done this Testing. for so long. We haven't. <laughs> My, you know, recording skills have gone down. You've been slacking. Okay. I have not been slacking. You've lost I've your enthusiasm. Busy. <laughs> I have posted a couple of pictures on uh, Instagram, though. Check out my um, my son's birthday cake, which combined with uh, Pride, um, the uh, Pride yeah. Parade in London. And um, and so I picked the colours trying to uh, incorporate both. Did you see the picture? I did, yeah. You didn't get to taste that bit of cake, though, did you? I didn't, no. no. I did taste the other one that you made, though, and you that did, was really nice. Which was exactly the same, with <laughs> <laughs> just different colours. Out of a packet. No, <laughs> never. No, no. Eggs, flour... Making a cake is really, really simple. It's one of the easiest things you can do. Gavin's well, cake that he brought in today. Oh my god, that was so good. So it was, it was a Mary Berry's uh, lemon curd Victoria sponge. It was really nice. Oh, I mean, so I good. say making a cake is one of the easiest things you can do, but obviously not, or otherwise we wouldn't have a great bake off. But as far as the ingredients go, the okay, ingredients well, no, are very on. easy. Because yeah, exactly. It depends how complicated you want to make the cake. And whether or not you actually cook it right. Because sometimes I think that the cakes that I make can be a little bit dense and very sweet. Like me. <laughs> yeah, dense <laughs> and sweet. <laughs> Isn't it true that, um, well, I think it is anyway. But what, that you're the dense cake, and sweet? <laughs> no, but the cake is actually nicer before you bake it. Like the batter or whatever it is. Not the batter, the, um, what is it? Well, the cake mix. The mix, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. <gasps> because you have to lick the spoon afterwards, don't mm. you, before you clean it all up. That's just sugary goodness. This weekend, I had some friends over. It's like a friends and family barbecue. Okay. And um, two of my friends who were there had said that they just started listening to our podcast. And so we were just having a discussion about family holidays. And I, I'm basically going on a family holiday in August. But I made a massive issue about it because I don't actually like family holidays. And I kept saying to my mom, my brother and my sister, etc. I don't want to go. Okay. But I had, I had already booked the plane tickets. And so there's a massive hoo-ha about it. But then at the end of it, I thought, you know what, I'm going to go because... I was made to feel guilty that it was my nephew's first holiday with the family, etc., etc. I thought but, it was a wedding that you're going to. Okay, so no, there was the wedding, which is a week before the family holiday. Okay. So we're all going to this wedding as a family. Yep. But then after the wedding, we're going... So you're going to Italy for the wedding. Are you staying in Italy for the holiday, or are the, you then going no. on somewhere else? You're coming home first. Yeah, so we're in Italy for two nights... And then we're coming back. And then on the 6th of September, we're heading over to Menorca. All right. But that's when, that's our family holiday. But we thought we'd just get it all together because my brother lives in Australia. So the fact that he's there for the wedding means that he's, you know, in this area anyway. on this side of the world. Yeah. Okay. So we will take advantage of that by going on holiday the week after. Okay. So what is it about family holidays that you dislike? So a lot of things about family holidays that I don't like. I think when you live with someone for so long, obviously this is why families argue a lot. 
because you're living with them constantly and the smallest thing irritates you. For example, it irritates my mum if I leave something on the kitchen. If a friend of mine had left something in the kitchen table, I really wouldn't be bothered about it. <laughs> I'll just pick it up and put it back in its place. But there's something about, oh, I don't know what it is, obviously because you're living with them constantly, that if you had left something on the table, your family member would literally have a go at you, not speak to you for two weeks, and be absolutely annoyed. I think that would probably be, though, because... It's not like you just randomly left something on the table once in a while. There's probably you probably Numerous do it all the time, and so yeah. therefore it becomes annoying that in this instance your mum has to keep moving that item for her to be able to do whatever uh, she needs to do in the kitchen. Okay, but I don't think that's true because. There are numerous occasions where I just do something once and it irritates someone. For example, the other day, all I wanted was batteries. There was batteries that I didn't have in my remote control to turn my TV on, and I needed batteries. I go downstairs, and it was like I asked for a mountain. All I said was, I did two batteries. Everyone was like, oh, we don't have batteries. Oh, have you checked this? And I was like, yeah, I've checked the cupboard. No, 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 no. And I just thought, oh my God, why is it such an effort just to get one thing? If I was at a friend's house and I asked for batteries, yeah, sure, they're just in there. Yeah, grab them out of the drawer. No problem, blah, blah, blah. With families, everything is like 10 times. Well, maybe your mum's just got to the point where she's thinking, oh, just move out. (laughs) How long have I got to live with this child? So for me, family holidays are a nightmare all the time. And also, not only do you start disagreeing with your family at home, but when you're on holiday, everything just becomes so much more intense. And you get so pissed off with your family when you're on holiday with them constantly. It's always like tenfold. I've had family holidays where people have walked off because they've been so (laughs) irritated. They've just gone, do you know what? Fuck this. I said, this was the um, conversation we were having. You might have a different view on it. I haven't been on holiday with my family for many, many years. I moved out of home when I was 21. So I never went on family holidays, really. We had a couple when I was a teenager, but not really. I don't think we could really afford holidays. I do remember us going to Menorca. So that was my dad, my stepmom, my stepbrother and sister, me, my brother, and then my brother and I were allowed to take a friend along because we were both older teenagers and my stepbrother and sister were much younger than us. Um, So we (laughs) went off and did our own thing. Just going to pause you on that point. Okay. When you bring a friend with you on a holiday, so I don't know if you've ever experienced being a friend, you've ever experienced bringing a friend. When you are the friend that goes on holiday with families, you're sitting there as the most awkward person because a family on their holiday will always have an argument and as a friend who's just there you're just like (laughs) the most awkward thing you know i don't i don't remember getting annoyed with them but the the friend that i took on holiday she actually made friends with some other people around the pool and then disappeared and left me so i had to make a different uh you know friends with a different set of people and then I used to go out with them in the evening. So we found like some nightclub or something that would let 14 year olds in. We would go there. I can remember one night uh, we got a little bit drunk and we were making sandcastles, obviously penises and things like that on the beach. My dad went down in the morning and he knew that it was us who had done the um, penis sandcastles. So are you a um, itinerary person then? 
Or do you just play it by ear? I don't mind having a plan to say, by the way, there's this really nice restaurant on the Wednesday. Can we go to that restaurant? I don't mind that. If someone comes up with a list, not only a list of things to do and times and places to be at a particular time, and not only that, prints them out and hands them out to everyone. (laughs) And says, this is the itinerary. You can have a break between lunchtime and a pina colada. Afterwards, we're doing this, this, and this. We're going here, we're going there. It's like, you've just given me a whole week of a list. This is like my worst nightmare. I deal with this every single day. Why am I coming on holiday? And you, who, by the way, isn't it really weird how the person who does the list of the itinerary was never even nominated to do it? They always self-nominate themselves. No one ever goes up to someone and says, can you do the itinerary for the holiday? Someone always assumes the position, which is fine. I don't mind things that are planned. But when it comes to holidays, don't plan it. Be spontaneous. Well, some people like that, though, don't they? They like to know, okay, we're going to a certain place. And in that certain place, there is lots of these things that we can do. And I would actually like to do those things because I might never go back there again. And so I'm going to plan it. But you are right. I mean, if you're going on holiday as a group of people... Right, you should be able to turn around and say, okay, you guys can do all that kind of stuff, but I'm not really that interested. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, <laughs> I've seen the I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. When, when we did go to Scotland, I mean, I had a rough, well, I had a plan of where we were going to sleep every night. So I knew yeah. where we had to drive to. Mm. During the day, there were kind of certain things that we did want to go and do and see. But at the same time is that, if we saw some castle or that we just assigned for something and we drove past it, we would just go, oh, let's go there. You know, it wasn't like we planned it. We have to leave yeah. at eight o'clock in the morning and we will be there by 10 o'clock and we will go there and then we will go there and then we will go there. Mm. I think the only day that was planned out and that was done for us was when we went to Orkney and we went on a tour. So, you know, you had to be there at seven o'clock and it then took you around various places and you only had half an hour to do Scarabray and, you know, half an hour to do Scarpa Flow. And it was something that depends on time. For example, this particular place doesn't open until here. So we need to go see it at this time or whatever. That's fine. But I've seen itineraries. I've been to holidays with itineraries and people have put down when you can have a break. They'll literally say, (laughs) we're going to go visit this place. We're doing this. And then you can have a 20 minute break. (laughs) I've seen films like that. My whole holiday is supposed to be a break. Not this particular 20-minute slot that you Mm. told me to take a 20-minute break in between going to visit this monument. But I have to say, I didn't even realise that that was a real thing. Is that I've seen films where they do that, but I've never actually seen... It's real. It actually happen. You know, I don't think I go on the same kind of holidays that you do. <laughs> no. Definitely right. not. Th- these are like big family holidays. These are those type of holidays. You know, if it's just you and the kids or the husband, obviously that's not what it is. It's when you get more people involved, then it becomes a thing. Well, it's quite, you know, it's it's a job in itself doing the uh, itinerary care. I think <laughs> you should be more sympathetic. I think you should be more sympathetic to how hard these people have worked. And then um, what you should do is you should say, thank you so much for working so hard on this itinerary and then rip it up and say, but you know what? We're going to be spontaneous and not do any of this stuff. I think there is a certain level as well of it being, you know, I don't want to go on holiday and there is no plan. 
that's not what I'm saying. Well, you just want to stay in your bed all day. <laughs> Have you actually um, told your mum this, or are you hoping she's just going to listen to this podcast <laughs> and and feel well. all this outpouring <laughs> that you're having right now? It's like a, a counselling session going on. You're really yeah. putting yourself out there, Kia. You're you're showing your vulnerabilities and your your unhappiness and your your shame. No, this is going to sound like I'm contradicting myself because of what I mentioned about actually if I want to stay in bed for the whole day, I can. But I really can't stand people who are boring on holidays. (laughs) (laughs) And who want to stay in bed. (laughs) Do you see what I mean? No. So, okay. This is why I just don't don't like being around people, really. No, I mean, I, because yeah. I want to be boring on my own time, and I want to be fun on my own time. If I'm feeling like up for doing something, it's really annoying when no one else is feeling up for doing it. And when I'm feeling like actually I just want to relax and not really do much, everyone wants to do something and they're really upbeat. I feel like it's the synchronizations on holidays that just make everything really stressful. No, I think you would hate going on holiday with me oh. because I don't drink. Do I? So if um, oh yeah, so, so if I, I don't want to go really go out and get drunk and party oh yeah i find that that you know i don't mind going out and dancing and things like that but i do get bored if people are just drunk around me I really find it, yeah irritating what do you find fun then what's like your idea of fun what's your idea of a fun holiday i like to go on tours so i will like to go somewhere where you have an expert who can talk to you about something who then i can then question about those okay. things that's what i like Oh, so you like a more of an informative type holiday? Yeah. You like to learn something? I like to learn things, yeah. I don't want to okay. go out and get drunk and sunburn. I don't get hungover on a holiday. No? I can drink 12 hours. You are a fish. Yeah. And I won't get drunk. Here, I drink for two hours and the next morning I'm like... And I've done a lot of research as to why Is it because your body is kind of full of adrenaline and excitable about being on holiday so it kind of processes it quicker? sort of because everyone i've ever spoken to always says when they're on holiday they never really get hung over and i think the bbc did um some random segment in the morning about hangovers and how to avoid them turns out the best way to avoid of a hangover is to not drink at all well surprising <laughs> surprisingly i don't ever really suffer from hangovers i never knew that actually hangovers are exacerbated a lot by your by the psyche, so obviously alcohol is a depressant, so it makes you feel a little bit yeah low. M- makes you feel low. Well, depressed. that's that's why you have different types of people, don't you? Is when they get drunk, is you have people who start crying, people who start getting violent, yeah. you know, all those kind of things. People who get needy. Yeah, yeah. But almost certainly, during that period of not drinking anymore, you get that depressive state, like a and low. a lot of people have a low from it. Um, so again when you're feeling depressed at that level it induces anxiety now anxiety comes with a lot of physiological symptoms shaking, vomiting, headaches what don't you have on holidays that you do have at home? We don't have work for a start so you don't don't, have the anxiety of work there are no stresses, there is no work so you are naturally on a high anyway which puts hangovers to bay when you're on holiday. Now, 
I don't know if this is 100% true. This is only my opinion. Because <laughs> after all, what am I not, Cheryl? You're not a professional. So, so what else is it about family holidays then? There were several things. So you've said itineraries. You've said itineraries. <laughs> <laughs> We spoke about two hours on itineraries. <laughs> and also the fact that you're with your family. I mean, you're with them constantly. Maybe you should have this discussion before you go, which is obviously what this podcast is going to do for you, mm. to actually say, you know, this is what I'm going to do and this is my holiday too. I had to. Are you paying for this holiday care? I am. Yeah, so therefore it's your holiday too. So you should be able to say... You know, I'm going to sit around and I'm going to do nothing today. And then if someone, if your brother or sister come up to you and say, oh, you're spoiling it for so-and-so, yeah, turn around and say, well, you know what? Sorry. (laughs) But you're spoiling it for me by demanding my attention and my presence. So you dislike holidays, family holidays. I think it's because I live at home that I despise family holidays. I just Mm. like... What's the point in me getting on a plane just to be with you again for 10 days, but in a place that I'm having to pay to sleep in that's not mine, and then coming back home? I think that's what it is. I think if I lived on my own or away from home... You'd probably enjoy your family's Probably enjoy the family holiday, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. We've just answered our question. What, you should move out of home? Yeah. <laughs> but you need to move into a place by yourself because then yeah, every, oh God, everybody would be interesting because whoever you live with will eventually irritate you. Even if it's a flatmate, mm. they will irritate you. There's always that level of... Okay, let's say you had two homes. That would be the ideal That's situation. Perfect. That's what... I don't know if Tim Burton and um, Helena Bonham Carter are still Helen married. Carter. Yeah. I don't know if they're actually still married, but when they were married... And I apologise if they are actually still married and I'm just assuming that they're not married. But don't they live in two houses next to each other? That's right. They've joined them up. Yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, she has her side and she can decorate it in her her wonderfully wacky way. And he has his side and he can decorate his in his wonderfully macabre way. Mm. I think that's Mm. the perfect situation. If you live with someone, fantastic. Options. That's what I love. I can remember Jane Fonda as well talking about it is that she had her boyfriend lived on the other side of America (laughs) (laughs) at one point. um, There was this woman on uh, Come Dine With Me. She had exactly the same situation. Well, similar even. Because she had a house and she bought the house next door. Yeah. And her husband lived in that. They had like 10 kids. Her husband lived in the house next door. And she lived in that house. With no wonder she didn't want to live kids. with him, though, if he was impregnating her every year. <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't bother getting a snip. Here's a house. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so it's quite nice having having enough bedrooms that, you know, yeah. you can sleep in your own one. And you don't have to listen to someone else snoring. Oh, God, that would drive me crazy. Like, I'm quite a deep sleeper, but ugh, noise. Noise and lights, it's just, I can't. Not for me. God, I'm going to be the worst flatmate. <laughs> so I've got a wedding and um, mm. the family holiday, and I will spill the beans on what happens on both. Excellent. And cool. even though the people who are part of these both, 
the wedding and the holiday will be listening to this podcast I will not hold back <laughs> you're <laughs> because really the day, upset them it's about the it's about the listeners that's all I care about that's it <laughs> who cares if you're controversial like who and, cares you're, if I'm controversial and the hatred and the judgment yeah. comes out yeah. in your voice that's um, I, I'm going off to Wales. Played Cambru. I am. Um, my uh, my friend Tracy and Nick, their daughter is getting married. And I've got a lovely new dress to wear. Oh, I'm very excited brilliant. about. It's got lots of big pink flowers all over it. And I'm very excited. I can't oh. wait. Okay, well, I'm brilliant. So you can actually tell us about the wedding as well. Yeah. And apparently it's in the um, hotel that the Welsh Rugby Club do their kind of training and everything. So uh, uh-huh. I'm hoping maybe a little bit of Welsh Rugby team might be there. Even though obviously being English, I don't like the Welsh Rugby team. <laughs> but some of there's, them are quite cute. I don't think there's anything about weddings that I don't like. They're probably one of the only events where it's not about anyone other than two people. And I think that's actually quite nice. So actually weddings... I don't really mind that much. I'm looking forward to it because I don't actually know. I think I don't know anyone who's going to it, oh, other than obviously the 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 mum and dad mm-hmm. of the bride and the bride. I've not actually even met the groom before. Oh really? Um, and the bride's sister, um, Jodie. Um, so she'll be there too with her husband, who I have met, James. Um, so. Yeah, but, you know, Aisha will have and Tom will have lots of their friends there and mm. that kind of thing. So, you know, they're not going to want to spend the whole night with me <laughs> chatting to me. And Tracy and Nick are going to be going off talking to lots of people too. So um, so I'm going to see if I can make some friends. I might take some Just Off London business cards. Oh, please And do. leave them lying around. <laughs> oh, yes, I, I'm a podcaster. And then they'll say, well, what do you talk about? Anything you want, baby. <laughs> you tell me. You tell me what you fancy me talking about and I'll talk about it next week. <laughs> We're so ad hoc. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, and all of those in between. Yeah. Thank you so much Can't for listening to our any... podcast today. We will be I don't know what we'll be doing for our next one, really. But um, hopefully you enjoyed us having a little chinwag today. Uh, let us know what you think about family holidays. I think that's our big topic for today. Uh, why are families so fucking annoying? We love them to bits. Um, Cheryl, anything to say to sign off? Um, no, just once again, <laughs> thank you. I've run out of things to talk about. It's getting hot. I heard on the radio today that apparently we're supposed to be having like a three-month heat wave. It, are we already into a month of it because it's been hot it feels like it's been hot very you know what i find it really annoying when people go oh we've not had much of a summer and you think what every single year now we get you know a couple of months of decent weather so well it's only a couple of weeks anyway um thank you very much yes for joining us and if you could like subscribe check out instagram because Instagram is the only thing that I ever post um, pictures on of my uh, birthday pride cake. Twitter, Facebook. Those two. Maybe you don't bother about Facebook, actually. No, no, no. Do, 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 do. We should do. We should link them all so that yeah. what you okay. see on one, you see on all of them. 
and let's hope that it's not so long until the next one and Keir doesn't lose enthusiasm again. So thank you. And also, we're noticing some international listeners. So uh, merci, au revoir, arrivederci. Um... Are you trying to think of some more foreign <laughs> ways? Foreign uh, ways of svasiba. saying goodbye. Um... I'm sort of saying thank you and goodbye, actually. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf We need to get... Um, How do you say bye in Spanish? Adieu? No, that's... that's <laughs> Adios. Adios, that's it. Adios. Push pineapple, shake a tree. <laughs> Uh, so for all those international people out there, thank, thank you, you very for much. listening. Yeah, um, and that's it, really. All right. Okay, Are we ready? <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>